business. It'll be fun. Welcome to another episode of the Planet Business Show. Especially right now, you are absolutely going to love the guest that we brought love on. Love her. I love Sherry her. Sherry Soglaski is one of the industry's premier strategic event planners, and she's got over a decade and a half of experience, which that's wow. amazing. Um, she's helped some of the most well-known personalities and businesses in our industry pull off many of the biggest events out there. I mean, I'm going to guess you've probably attended or at least heard of nearly all of them. Yeah. She's worked with events, including Glazer Kennedy's bar setting info summit, digital marketers, traffic and conversion event, uh, Russell Brunson's funnel hacker live, just to name yeah, a, a few, few small events. She just gets a few around little, kind of little events. So <laughs> this lady is kind of a big, kind of a big deal. deal. You're yeah. going to want to take notes during this episode because most recently she realized she had to find a way to help as many businesses as possible create opportunities during this global pandemic. And she is way ahead of the curve right now. Why do we say that? Because she's been strategizing what she's calling bionic events. So half real life, half virtual to create experiences that people will seek out and attend. And it it really is a game changer. Total game changer. Um, So let's welcome Sherry to the show and find out what she knows that nearly nobody else does. Yeah, absolutely. So welcome. Thanks, Michelle and Mars. It's so great to be on with you guys. We're super excited to have you on today because this is this is really a hot topic right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and just to just to precursor this, because you know how you have to claim when somebody where you're an affiliate for somebody or something like that. When you know if you're promoting them, you know, in your emails, you have and stuff. been listening when I talk. <laughs> just a certain, just a certain parts, babe. But uh, Sherry is actually my friend, so some of this will be a little bit colored by the fact that I love her on a personal level. But really, the list could have gone on and on and on and on and on in terms of like the events and stuff that she's yeah. spearheaded and like put on for people. She helped really develop some of the events that are sort of the industry standards right now. So yeah. I'm excited to be talking about her both on a personal level and then. Actually, if I could have got any event planner on, and we know a lot of event uh, managers, planners, coordinators, and so forth, but Sherry is literally the best of the best, and that's the bottom line. So make sure you listen to what this lady says. All right. (laughs) On that note, (laughs) you can clip that out for a testimonial later. Um, You know, I would love to know what inspired you to get into event planning. People always love to hear, like, what was the story behind it? Oh, yeah. Well, I've got really an interesting story. When it started with my career in 2005 with Bill Glazer, Glazer okay. Kennedy Insider Circle. Yeah. When I started working for Bill, it, the intention wasn't to be his event planner. Oh, he wow. He wanted me to be his executive assistant. And, uh, you know, he realized quickly that I could do so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And he treated the position as an apprentice position. So it was like the best opportunity ever for someone like myself in the corporate and nonprofit world. I kept hitting that glass ceiling of mm-hmm. I needed to know more. I wanted to do more. I wanted to serve. Where could I do it and how? And Bill opened that opportunity up for me. And I I quickly learned from one of the best in the industry 15 Mm -hmm. years ago, how to do events logistically with hotels. And then I learned on site, like hands-on learning for me is the best way. And I think for most people, they find it that way too. And when I was being Bill's assistant and his event planner, it gave me a wonderful opportunity to be behind the scenes with everything right. and to learn the A to Z from it. I'd say, right? I, and just gotcha. throw this in because you and I have a similar thing here in that Bill is one of my biggest yeah. mentors. He used to take me, and I don't know why, but he used to take me on his actual consulting 
things. Like I probably went on a dozen consulting things with him where he would take me into mm -hmm. his clients' things and have me kind of co-consult. And I realized what a horrible consultant I was before I worked with Bill. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I was great. <laughs> I'm not because Bill had it dialed in. He had everything in place. He knew how to manage them, keep them yeah. happy, but also, you know, keep them, uh, you know, yeah. hurt, like hurting cats sometimes with clients. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much yeah. from being in the mix and behind the scenes. And that does explain, he only does that with certain people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I don't, I, I know why he did it with her. I don't know why the heck he did it with me. I can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the end of the day, that's one of the things I do think that that's one of the things that not only makes you a great event uh, planner, which there's a lot of people who know how to organize events and so forth, but there's very few people who get how to make them experiences that also mm -hmm. sell stuff that actually generate, uh, you know, sales and then make right. the events profitable. That's a totally different yeah. thing. And Bill really is good at putting that into your DNA. So yeah, I just, uh, that had to be a, a really cool true. way to get started with it. It definitely it gives was. you a different background. It, yeah. it, it, a very different background. I came from the corporate nonprofit world. The only events huh. that I ever did was like board meetings and Christmas parties. So it was, but it was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to try it. And all this language being floating around in the mastermind meetings mm -hmm. that he did. And I was a fly on the wall. I didn't know what info marketing was. I didn't know what digital world was or online, offline. I'm like, what? What's, what's tchotchkes? You know, what's direct mail piece? <laughs> like, what is this? But I started to learn. And it was it, a lot of knowledge came into my brain and it just stayed there. And then hearing other people learning and growing was an education for me that I can now take to my clients and say, look, I've seen it. I've heard it. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. And the, the whole mindset that Bill had of it doesn't matter if you're a chiropractor, if you see someone successfully marketing in the chiropractic world, take that, put it in your dental practice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to work for you. And I have that same mindset when I'm working with my clients. It's like, what's your purpose? What's your end result game? And then let's figure out it together. Yeah, That's what's fun about it. Yeah, that definitely gives you a, a deeper level of expertise than just the here's how we handle hotels and events part of it. You understand the strategic marketing and sales side of it. That's what would really you say? Cool. Just out of curiosity, what would you say so far? And I know you wouldn't say this, so I didn't pull it out of you. This is one of the reasons why I made sure it was in the questions. But what would you say <laughs> of all the events you've done and really they've been the biggest events in the industry yeah, that that's, you have. That's where we met was at Funnel Hacking. I yeah. mean, big events. Right. So what would you say the top two or three where you were just like both I don't want to use the phrase proud, but let's say proud, like, you know, like felt blessed that you were able to pull it off and also just like blown away that it even was able to be pulled off given all of the variables <laughs> and all that. Dude, give me just maybe one, two or three that you're like, couldn't believe that that one worked out the way it did and, and what, what worked about it. I would say most definitely Funnel Hacking Live mm. is probably Sense. one of my most favorite that I was involved in. I started with Russell, his very first one. Uh, gosh, how many years ago has it been now? Like five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I helped him for, for the next four mm -hmm. before he got huge. Like right now he's over 5,000 or so people. So now yeah. he's with, he's got his own internal team that handles it. Right. But it was a proud moment for me because of all, you know, we understood the language Yeah. and mm -hmm. he, right. he knew what he wanted to do. So it was a matter of me now working with his team and getting them to understand what had to happen. So right. that the experience, as you said, Mars yep. was delivered. Yeah. So that was probably one. Um, another one is actually being super involved from the very beginning all the way through on a consulting basis, not just the event planning part of it, and strategizing with the client to make everything kick off so well and making it an experience. Uh, yeah. If I say the name, people most people aren't going to know who it is, so I'm just not even going to worry about saying the name. <laughs> but it was in 
<laughs> it was in the dental industry. Mm. Oh, okay. And, you know, we, it was all about the experience mm. in the dental industry for what my client was trying to deliver and coming up with a way so that it was profitable and people were like, they were signing up before the end of the event. Mm. So it, there, there's many different people that I've worked with over the years, but the big ones like, you know, Russell Brunson and, and Ryan Dice, uh, you know, I can't take credit for, for running TNC because that's by someone else, but I have been there to help. And I worked with mm-hmm. Ryan and his team back in 2013 and, and helped that group. Go yeah. He's got started. an awesome, he's got an awesome team. They, they've done a great job with it. I just want yeah. to me, I, I think like one of the things, uh, your personality is very similar with Michelle and I were talking this about this before we, before we went, uh, went live, but your, your personality is similar to hers in that she's done amazing things too. And if I don't tell other people about it, they just don't know. And what's cool is that means people are really going off your character when they choose to work with you. It's because they genuinely like you. And it's not necessarily because you're boasting about things that you've accomplished or that she's boasting about things that she's accomplished. But for me, it's important. I want people to know that you, well, both of you, but right now this is about you are amazing and that you've achieved these things that like they're, they're industry changers. They, they change the way that people did and and uh, the glazer kennedy events too you spearheaded a lot of those uh, gkic events yes. was it there's info summit and then what's the other one the other one's uh super conference super conference those are huge yeah. events and and digital marketer model that you know and yes. in in the traffic and conversion and so the way that you did yeah. things people might not even realize it's kind of like me with launches they're they i don't even care anymore like i used to go i started that i did that first it doesn't matter anymore you know invitations is the sincerest form of flattery like they say but i want people to know <laughs> what like how much of their their understanding and dna that they have that they are that they have from going to these events actually you're like a huge source of it because like sure russell's amazing on his own and ryan's amazing on his own and and bill and dan are are, are legends but like you your dna your sort of like uh psychological and uh like spirit kind of is infused in all those events and therefore it everybody who's gone to them it's it's in their it's in their sort of feeling and expression of those events. And that's important for me to, for them to understand it. Cause when we talk about this, this bionic event thing here, I want them to understand that the same way you spearheaded a lot of things that changed the industry to what it is now. Well, it's always time for an update <laughs> at some point. And right now, God, nature, whatever you want to call it has handed us that moment, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the yeah. world is going to stop ending at some point. So what I, what I kind of wanted to do is there's probably one question before we get specifically there's, to the there's bionic. several. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. I want to make sure we hit the bionic event one. Cause that one's, <laughs> that one's important to me. You've, you've thrown my questions out the window Sorry. here. <laughs> no, you're not. All right. <laughs> Try to get us back on track. Um, so a lot of people right now are really kind of running around like chicken little. The sky is falling. The event industry is is over. This is the death of live events. And I don't I don't actually believe that. I don't think events are dead. I think they have to evolve, but they're not dead. So I would love to know what do you see from behind the scenes as the status of live events in our space? It's a great question. And I'm getting it too. So many people want to know the answer. And none of us have a crystal ball but I agree 100% live events are not going anywhere. They will change, they will evolve. We'll talk about what I think that looks like here in a moment, but no, they're not going anywhere. Um, to answer the question that I think is the underlying question that people wanna know is when can I? Yeah. And the, my advice as a strategic planner is don't stop planning. Mm. Take this time right now and start putting things into motion strategically like mm-hmm. how can i best give that experience that i want for my tribe my yeah. industry letting them know be relevant do your own research find out what they need to know from you and take that time to strategically plan it so then when we know dates are okay and safe to mm-hmm. to book 
you're going to be ready. You're going to be ahead of the curve and ahead of the game. Uh, the other flip side to that is hotels are desperate for business. Oh, right yeah, now. that's true. Now <laughs> is the time to reach out to them if they're there, because so many of them are furloughed or very, very yeah. little limited staff is to find out what deals you can make with them. Mm. Even if it's going back and reducing what you already have contracted in the mm. fall or the winter or even summer and say, mm -hmm. look, I still want to have something, but how can we reduce How my can you work with me? Yeah, yeah, that's right? great. How can you work with me? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's mm. what people need to be doing right now because think about it. How stir crazy are you all going right now? Oh, everybody's feeling <laughs> the same way too. Yeah, home. absolutely. Yeah, everybody yeah. is so stir crazy right now and people miss the live events. Like I, I think people are underestimating that, you know, people want something to look forward to. If you tell me you're hosting an event six months from now, right. I'm going to be watching exactly. that because like I want to go somewhere. I want to get out of <laughs> this be a human being again. Yes, so, I want to connect with people. So then the segue question between explained bionic events and, and, and this thing that you're saying right now is what do you see sort of to, to set up the, the concept of the half virtual, half, half real life event? What, what do you see as the interim phase as things go back to sort of the new normal? Like when, when the pandemic ends, if it's six months from now, a year from now, three months from now, it doesn't matter. What do you see happening in the interim period? Because while we were, we were having a conversation uh, the other day, uh, Sh Sherry and I, and uh, she said something. I have talked to, what, Michelle, what are we doing? Like, talked to like 12 or 13 event, like planner type oh, yeah, people yeah. in the last few, because everybody's yeah. coming to us going, we need you to stream. We need to go us. virtual, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and, I, and I, I get live events kind of well enough to get the gist of it, but like your understanding of the sort of like, you know, core of it is, is not, it's unparalleled. It just, bottom line is unparalleled. She'll never, she'll never admit to that, but it is, it really is. And cause I know everyone. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen sort of between now and when it's kind of okay for everybody to go out? Because you said something on the phone the other day about how people are going to feel and event attendance between now and sort of the new normal yeah. three months, six months from now. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? What does the interim look like? What does the segue look mm. like? I think the segue looks like it, it, anybody and everybody who has done events or wants to do events should do some sort of virtual format right now. Okay. That's, that's the step number one they need to do, whether it's mm -hmm. a, a webinar, live stream, uh, doing some sort of virtual day or getting on Facebook Live, a YouTube concept, anything that you could possibly think of, you should be doing it virtually just so your audience still knows you're relevant and you're still mm -hmm. there and you build yeah. upon that. You're going to not only be in front of your own industry, but you're also going to give yourself an opportunity to grow right. your, your tribe because then they're going to say, look, you know, Sherry knows what she's talking about in this regard. So I'm going to refer her to you. Take a look at her video. Take a look at this. Mm -hmm. right, and it's right. your great segue into the live. And then what led us to this conversation of the bionic event was the, the thing now that people are talking about is when the live, when we're allowed to go back and have live events again. What's the size look like? Right. How big are we going to be able to do it? Right. Is the social distancing going to be an issue? Yeah, and certain so states will allow you to, certain states won't. People from yeah. certain states aren't going to want to travel, et cetera. Yeah. They're going to be afraid to travel. Right. So it's going to kind of happen in waves, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. It's going to happen in waves. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, the last thing that I would say to anybody who is trying to get their business to stay afloat and to grow and thrive in this is don't wait because someone else is going to step in your shoes right. and they're yeah. going to go after it, yeah. right? Yep. So now is the time to strategically plan it. So if your event, your event's probably not going to be as big as you hope it to be right away, 
And that's okay because no one else is. You either. mean the live attendance, right? but you, you're talking about the live attendance, yes, people butts in seats at the, the actual event. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, mm -hmm. and so that leads us, that leads us into the bionic event concept, which, which you were already yes. thinking about. And I just, I said the word, I said a different word and then now, now it's this, but like at the end of the day, what, what does it look like? And how do you, how do you foresee with your sort of like sage understanding of how events work and also enough of an understanding of the digital universe since you've done all these digital digital marketing events what do you see mm -hmm. as the sort of what what is the the bionic event this sort of real hybrid because everybody's throwing that term hybrid around like a <laughs> like an yeah. old you know drag doll but <laughs> like what is the real what is the real bionic event half human half half machine half man <laughs> half real life half virtual what does that look like like how how does that look and, and talk to people kind of about like well what we talked about but also what's in your head and even elaborate more than uh, if you can more than we than what we got to. yeah so so the big problem i'm going to use the, the p word here the big problem with virtual is the networking ability mm -hmm. the feeling like you have that experience that you would not normally have mm -hmm. in a live event that's why we all think live events are never going to go away so the bionic yeah. term that you and I talked about the other day, Mars, was trying to allow the people that have to attend virtually the most experience as possible so that they feel like right. they're actually part of the event from very beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that means that you would have to invest a little bit more, in some cases a lot more than you would anticipate for the right video cameras and the crew to be able to do it. But you're essentially having a camera person with someone who has got, who has talent in front of the camera mm -hmm. to guide the cameraman around and follow the attend like be that person there right it's kind of like a virtual reality kind of feeling huh. right? yeah like so i, I like see it like a gala like the way they handle uh, the academy yeah. awards or the grammys or something there's exactly. the thing there's the awards that are going on on stage but then there's the, the conversations that are happening yeah. and they'll behind cut the to scenes. them and that is really yeah. that is really how you do it because a lot of times when i bring a camera because we do it all the time where we bring cameras but we or we usually tap into the av that's there mm -hmm. and then we stream right. it out and then we set up funnels and stuff like funnel elements for the for the event and sell whatever's maybe being sold at the event but um that's usually where people want to end it like a lot of times they they don't even they don't get the value of like having somebody actually talking to people on the breaks and following people around yeah. going into the green room and actually talking to people and that kind of stuff and that's the kind of stuff right. you and i were talking about which is mm -hmm. like that's really how exactly. you and, and also and also that the other thing is and like i'll tell you who did a good job of this is bob proctor uh, i love bob he's a friend of mine and he he's the one that listened to me the best he actually has a camera on his stage oh, yeah. at his event and it's about the size of like a seven-year-old kid it's about the height of a seven-year-old kid right this camera and it's looking up at him and he talks to that camera as much as he talks to the live audience because i told him something one time when we converted one of his events for him um and we, we did a big live stream with him and and basically i i said i tell everybody this bob and they kind of just sort of halfway do it but here's the thing and he and we were talking like eating sandwiches on like before we went live or on one of the breaks or something i said you have to think about it like when you make eye contact with anyone in the room you're looking at one person at a time and making like a connection with them right but when you look at that right. camera and we had like ten thousand people or something like that on when we did his thing um but um basically i said you kind of got to think of it like you're talking to 10,000 people one-on-one. -on -one. And he was like, oh. And I said, you literally need to place that camera. Because I, I placed it sort of like he did, but he did a better job than me of where he plays it. But I gave him a specific camera that was the one that he was to talk to when he was yes. and seeing that as a human being yeah. and making that kind of connection with people in the virtual sense. Most people think that virtual doesn't work largely because 
they're just comfortable doing it sort of the status quo way and they haven't taken it upon themselves to think like you're thinking right now. Right. So that's, that's important. That's why like going and having the follow going into the green room, going into some breakout uh, Mm -hmm. rooms, even having virtual breakout rooms, that kind of thing. But then also getting in there and kind of mixing it up and giving a taste of what's in those rooms and stuff. It really does make people feel like they're there, even though they're sitting in the living room or they're at work (laughs) watching when they're not supposed to be or whatever the thing is, but that's how you actually do it. And what you're saying, you're the only event, event manager, event coordinator type person, event planner, who event strategist, because that's really what you are, that I've talked to who gets it. And I've, and I've talked to a lot of them, a lot of them are gonna be like, I understood it, but I'm telling you, you're the one right now that when we talked about it, I was like, she actually understands what the heck I, what, yeah. what I'm saying, because it's been hard for me to get anybody, like people who we, who we uh, actually stream their events for them, there's only been a handful that, that think of it as anything other, sort of like an auxiliary thing. Yeah, there's some cameras in the room we're streaming versus like talking to the camera and having somebody yeah. rove around like you just said and actually make connections with people, asking what they're liking about the event, asking what their biggest takeaway is because that's what really makes them fall in love right. from a distance, you know? There's there's so many so many things that you can continue to add yeah. through the virtual experience at the event. I mean, the person behind that and, you know, in front of the camera talking virtually with these people having these questions that person could even go off into the green room when nobody else is there and saying okay how about on a break how about you and i interact tell me what you thought of the last speaker what questions do you want me to ask them yeah right it's like you're creating i mean there's so much that you could do Mm -hmm. that you're going to create an experience for them unlike they would have gotten in some cases at the event actually at the yeah. event because they're not yeah, going I like to the green that, room cuz right? it, it's almost like right? a vip for yep. the uh, yeah. for the virtual they audience they get to see for more. the microphone yep. yeah. you know they get an opportunity to ask a speaker a question yeah that's what's called bionic they, right they, there they folks <laughs> that's yep. that's that's like the that. brilliance of it yeah. so so she was talking this stuff through with me the other day we were on a call and it was supposed to be like a 10, 15 minute catch up call. And just like, I wanted to say, Hey, how you doing? That kind of thing. We ended up talking, it was like 55 minutes. It was a long call. And it was the, it was my favorite call that I've had probably in five or six weeks because I walked away from it going, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, that's a really good, that's a good point. Like I'll start some of the things that you're talking about, even like whatever I'm working on, I'm actually going to think about it that way. Cause I hadn't really thought of it. Um, and it, right now though, what's great is people are sort of, they're put into a space where they have to think, <laughs> thank you that they, have that to. they have to. This is one of the like opportunities yeah. that's now presented itself. Every single problem always comes with opportunities yeah. and winners, yeah. successful people, that's the main thing I've always noticed. Mm-hmm. They're determined and when a problem arises, they try and find the opportunity in the problem, right? Because every problem, yeah. just like every opportunity has problems, every problem has opportunities. It's those, those are the same thing. So anyways, mm-hmm. I'll let you uh, kind of wrap, babe, because I don't want to keep her too much longer. And okay. what we're, we are going to do this, though. I want to get do a private, longer, deep dive with Sherry, where she actually walks through some of the beats of, of what she knows about event planning and about uh, strategizing events and so forth and sponsorships and all the things that she really knows and understands. And uh, would, you, would, you, would, you be, would you do that with us at some point, Sherry? Because I'd love to put it in the Planet Business Absolutely. Membership site and then show people how they can cool. get you know, go deeper with you and some of the things that you offer. But... That was, that was all I wanted to say. Oh, hold on one second. I want to give myself. Okay. Wow. There you go. People thought it was funny. You didn't. You thought that was funny. Okay. <laughs> or maybe it was worth applause. I don't know. All right. So this, this is what I was saying about the sound effects button. That's right. I keep them out of her uh, reach. Yeah, <laughs> She'll yeah. stop them every time if I let her. Right. Well, what I've what I found interesting about this conversation, hopefully what you guys are taking away from it, is this is a chance to get creative. This is a chance to look at, okay, yeah, things have changed. But 
that's not a bad thing. There are no. ways to actually make this work even better than what we were doing before this happened. And this is somebody who can help you figure out what does that new event model look like that really will be even more effective than anything you've done leading up to now. And you said that so much better than I did. So, <laughs> why don't I get applause? Uh, okay, here, I'll give you some. One second. <laughs> Thank you. Well, what I would what I would love to share with everybody is where they can go to find out more about you, yeah. Sherry. Connect with you if they have questions. If you're looking to strategize what you could do right now to keep that event plan that you've got, but bring in some of these elements, knowing your numbers are going to be a little different, like Sherry said. But that doesn't mean you should cancel the event. It means you should get creative I, and I, make it work even. I better. personally have seen the virtual outperform the in room yeah. many times. Probably probably twenty percent of the time we pull that off, and that's usually when I can get somebody. To listen to the things that she's thinking of like sales from stage can be greater virtually because there's a larger number of people meaning sure there's a thousand yeah, people so on and, only, and only 200 bought yeah. but that's still more than the 150 who bought in the room so yeah. so it's a conversions thing but at the end of the day whatever link she's about to give which i don't know what it is right now but like follow her <laughs> and go find out how you can get in touch with her and figure out what you can do to learn from her and work yes. with her because yes. like there's nobody better I, I i will say and i have a lot of event and they're gonna watch this and they're gonna go wait a minute i'm saying it out loud to the whole universe sherry sokolowski is the absolute best at what she does and what she does is very nice unlike wolverine so it's a, wolverine says isn't very nice i just okay i thought that was funny and i'm going to give myself some more laughter that's it <clears throat> All right. <laughs> there will be a link near where you are listening or watching this today. Theplanetbusiness.com forward slash bionic event will take you to Sherry's website where you will get access to a free report if you want to tell us about that. Ooh, free report. Yes. Yes. Free so stuff. the free report is uh, seven things to avoid when you are trying to plan your own event. Ooh. Seven budget busters. Oh, I need to know what those are. <laughs> that seems really important to know. <laughs> All right. So make sure you click that link near wherever you are watching or listening, grab access to that report and reach out to Sherry. You can find her on social media through her website and ask her the questions that are on your mind about what to do with your events, whether this is the first event that you're planning, get it right the first time, or whether you're looking to take what you've been doing and uh, make sure it works even better in our new abnormal. <laughs> the new that's, abnormal. That's all right. All right. I think that's so Sherry, thank you so much thank for you. taking the time out because you're yeah, busy 24 you. seven and uh, for being here and thank your family for borrowing you to us for a moment. And mm -hmm. I will definitely, we will both circle back around and then we'll do something yeah. uh, in the, in the, in the membership that will give you more of Sherry. And then also you can find out how you can work with her, uh, you know, um, more directly and stuff and learn what she knows directly from her because she's the best. I said it. And with that, I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs>